Sundays. We are your hosts, Baba and the Bug. This is a Magic the Gathering podcast for kids by kids. It's okay if adults listen too. Today is uh, November 7th, 2021, and it is our catch-up episode of the Innistrad Spooktacular. Yeah, we're sorry that we made it late. So Yeah, we weren't planning on me breaking my arm, so. Yeah, now I got a new cast. Yeah, because yep. it's blue now instead of green, so. Laura lunch today. Yay, all right. Our first more lunch ever we had, right? Yeah. So, this is going to be exciting for us. Hopefully exciting for you. Yeah. So, with this, we were going to talk about some of the story. It will be mostly from original Innistrad. But we're going to split it into two or three parts because there's a lot to cover in this. There is a lot to cover. My notes take up, like, a whole page. Yeah. So. I can see all that stuff, so. All right. So, let's get started. A few characteristics of the plane. It's mostly foggy. It's full of horror creatures like vampires, werewolves. (coughs) But there are humans of the plane and angels. Mm -hmm. Along with spirits. And, um, demons. Yes, we yes. can't forget demons. Yes. those play a part in the story. Which we'll get to later on. But most times in the plane, the dead do not stay dead. The stitchers make, like, scabs. Which is the term for um, a zombie brought back to life. Yeah. Through stitching together. Yeah. Kind of like Shonen Poppet Stitcher. He makes the scabs. But then there are the people who die but and then are reincarnated by the necromancers. Because there are a bunch of necromancers on the plane. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of weird stuff out there as well. Yes. In Innistrad, the spirits haunt, like, the if they feel feelings of anger towards someone when they die... They stay there, and they can, like, mess with that person or just haunt people. Yeah. That's what they can do. And And their version of, like, the afterlife is is the blessed sleep. Oh. Yeah. So, later in the story, we find out that there are... The flight of alabaster angels, which is associated with white and blue, uh, yeah, put the spirits to the blessed sleep. Yes. Now, Edgar Markov, he's not the vampire to begin with. He's an alchemist in his like life before he becomes a vampire. Mm-hmm. And... A demon called Chan... He was already trying to come up with a way to live forever. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, and he tried to figure out a way to do that. He conducted a bunch of tests because he was an alchemist. Yeah. And he was approached by a demon, and it taught him a ritual of how to 
get the eternal life. But the cost was you would need blood to sustain yourself. Yes. He used the blood of an angel to begin with. So then he could become a vampire. And he did this with his grandson, Soren. His uh, And wife. he did this with Olivia Voldaren. Uh-huh. He just did it with uh, uh, a ton of people. Yeah, and so the vampires started preying on the humans after the werewolves and the demons and the and spirits, spirits already and... were. And Soren, his grandson, decided to create something that would uh, help stop, just plain stop them from feeding, just getting them on their prey, which would be the humans, and that'd be Avicen Angel Hope. That's which, not quite the reason he made her, but he did make Avicen. Yes. He he just out. He out. made Avicen because if the vampires kept killing like they were, the humans would go extinct, and their food source they would have to result to resort to cannibalism, and have to kill and to have to feed on their. Uh, well, they would have to feed on each other. Yes. So he gave humanity Avicen. Well, the angels, Avicen became the leader of all of the angels. And there was a whole, like, church established under this. And she had, like, a. She had priests, deacons, and all that stuff spreading the word or doing stuff like that. Well, all of the humanity believed in Avicen to do fix all their problems. Yes, so they prayed to her to stop the werewolves from attacking their house or to get rid of the spirit, and Avicen would listen to all of those prayers. Which I thought was really interesting, how she became like their god and protector and savior all in one. I get get why it's it's all that, because later on, she, um... Well, not later on. She really do some really good stuff for the humans and all that people living there, or even livestock. Well, she really didn't help livestock, really, but she helped the humans. Yes, so that that she pushed back the vampires. She yeah, and did all that stuff. Before her, there were four flights of angels. The Shroud, Gold Knight, Alabaster, and the Heron. Okay. The Gold Knight, if you remember the card Gisela Blade of Gold Knight, mm-hmm. was associated with Red White, and their captain was Gisela. Okay. Alabaster, as we already talked about, was white-blue and helped the Geists go into the blessed sleep. Mm-hmm. But with Gold Knight, they were more on the ground fighting, like, off the werewolves and stuff. Yep, I get that. The Gold Knight, Knights go on ground. Yeah. The Heron were associated with Green White, 
they use their magic to prevent humans from harm in life. Yeah. As opposed to the alabaster who posed harm and death. Yes. And this flight helped the efforts of humans against the werewolves, mostly in... Uh, in the Strahd Midnight yeah. Hunt? No, no not no, Midnight Because... No. On Innistrad, the moon is said to have, like, magical powers. Yes. And there's a substance called moon silver, which has magical powers against the werewolves and the demons and the ghosts and the werewolves, even the angels. Mm-hmm. It, well, it was so powerful it could hold anything except the spirits. Well, it could hold the spirits. So Avison made the hell vault. Which is kept for demons? Not just demons. All oh. evil things. Oh. This is interesting, actually. We're getting to the point. Well, we're not quite to the biggest part yet. Mm. Okay. But Lysa was the leader of the Shroud. So she and her flight did things a little differently than all the rest of the angels. They would gather information about about the demon or the spirit or whatever they were going after and they would hunt them and research them to figure out their weaknesses and then use that against them Mm. well Lysa makes a deal with one of the demons which is one of the biggest no-nos in angel society yeah. Because, well, the deal was, if Lysa let him go, he would stop attacking the humans, and he, she wouldn't care about his other stuff, the other stuff he did. So when they do that, Avison, who didn't know she could do this before, finds out she can smite things. Mm. And so she smites Lysa and all of her flight because they were making deals with demons. Mm-hmm. I get that very much. So that's very not cool to make a deal with a demon. No. Not with in- anything. Yeah. Even humans. And all the rest of the leaders, Sigarda, Gisela, and uh, Bruna, they all take this take this as notice you um don't if you do stuff wrong that might happen to you so they are stay in line now then there are Gisa and Garolf that join or these are humans and so they are human wizards Garolf is a boy who, he's a stitcher. He makes the scabs. Mm. Well, Gisa is a necromancer. Well, they come up with this plan one day. Well, I suppose first we should talk about something different. Mm -hmm. 
Gristlebrand. He is a big, ugly demon. We talked about him on our Commander episodes. Oh, yeah, we did. Be sure to check that one out. Yes. It was a good episode. That was fun to do. Yeah. So, Gristlebrand starts stomping and destroying stuff. Well, he wants to fight Abyssin or get in the Helm Vault because he knows Liliana will let him free. No. Is coming to kill him. So she can become free of her contract. Which was between Bells and Locke, Gristlebrand, and Nickelbolts, I believe. Mm-hmm. So Liliana made the pact with Razakath, Kothaped, Bells and Locke, and then hey. Gristlebrand. Well, she wanted to become free of that. So, she wanted to storm Innistrad to find Gristlebrand. She knew he was there. But, he, but Gristlebrand wanted to get trapped in the Hell Vault so that he could stay alive. Yeah, he wouldn't have to die. So, he fights Avacyn. And, Avacyn, they are fighting in a stalemate for a little bit. But then, Avacyn decides she's had enough. And she locks him in the Hell Vault. But what? before he is trapped in the Hell Vault, he throws her spe- his spear through Avacyn's chest and then pulls it back, locking her in the Hell Vault with him. But little did somebody know that some that Avacyn was gone. She that- wasn't gone. Well, in the hell vault. She is in the hell vault. But only, like, the uh, people who were brought to see the battle. Micaeus was... Micaeus, who was the Lunarch, then became the leader of the church because Liliana... Uh, not Liliana. Avacyn was in the hell vault. He decided to keep this a secret from all the people. Cause it was which a- was not smart. And so later, the people's prayers to Avison start to not work because she is trapped in the Hell Vault and she can't get free. And so the faith weakens as well as humanity because the werewolves are starting to destroy destroy human settlements and it's getting worse for them. And vampires are feeding on yeah. people and all that. So now pretty it's getting pretty close for the uh, humans to get exiled. Well, not exiled, like extinct. Extinct. That's what I mean, not exiled. But then it gets worse. Yeah. You remember Gisa and Grolf I told you about? Mm-hmm. Well, they decided to assemble a huge army of undead things. Zombies. And attack Thraben, which is where the Hell Vault is, where uh, Micaeus is. Where the church is? Yes, where most of the church is. So, when they do this, 
because Sword has left the plane, and he's off doing other things. So he can't help anybody. So the angels, the angels are helping the humans, but the Cathars are fighting them, and the lead one, which I really wasn't able to find the name of, we're gonna call him Bob. Fine, Bob. Bob dies, but then Thalia has to become the next is next in line to be in charge. But Micaeus is kind of a coward. So he hides in the inner sanctum of the church. So Thalia takes charge and Grolf he leaves all the zombies to or his sister Giza. So the zombies are weakened and Giza and yeah, Gisa is struggling to control all of them. In the meantime, Thalia and all the Cathars are fighting back. But then, a new threat arises. And it's another de demon. No. Liliana. She yeah. arrives at Thraben, because that's where the Hell Vault is. And she can sense that Gristlebrand is in the Hell Vault. So Liliana then goes to attack the Hill Vault with all our zombies. And they're not really doing anything. And then Thalia and all the Cathars arrive. So they are mowing down the zombies. And the zombies are taking down the Cathars until Liliana like offers Thalia a deal. Mm -hmm. Break the hell vault, and I will let your you and your guys free. Thalia obviously chooses the living people, and there's a and the hell vault is destroyed. But out comes Gristlebrand, and then there's a light, a bright light. And then... Avacyn is there. Mm-hmm. Because she was in the Hell Vault. Shattered. Because it shattered it. In that corner. Was it completely vanquished? It was just destroyed. Oh. It's not usable again. So now... Liliana fights... Gristlebrand. And defeats him. But then there's the... Grolf part. Yeah. Grolf. Grolf takes place now. And yeah. the people, some of you might be thinking, how did Liliana know where Gristlebrand was? Yeah. Well, Grolf sneaks into the church and kills Micaeus mm -hmm. with a dagger. Yeah. And then Liliana comes in and asks, Hey, where's uh, the church leader? Yeah, where's the Lunarch? And he said, Oh, I don't know. He's in there. And then Grolf sneaks out. Well, when Liliana goes in, she finds him dead. 
and reincarnates him with her necromantic powers. And then he tells her where he, the, uh, Gristlebrand is. So, so that's how she gets to the zombies, all the zombies, and attacks Hellvault. It wasn't the horde from Gisa and uh, Glarf? Rolf. Rolf. Or was it from Liliana? Or there were two separate hordes. One, one from Liliana, one from Gisa and Grolf. Oh. So. That. It's a complicated story. Yes. There's a lot more complicated stuff in this in this whole that, plane. Yeah. And so then the prayers keep coming and coming and coming and coming and coming and yeah. coming and coming and coming on nonstop. Yeah. That was part one of our lore lunch. We tried to make it kind of the jingle of this uh, episode was yeah a podcast about magic lore that takes about the same amount of time you can eat your lunch. And it wasn't a, and it wasn't an idea of or name of our podcast. Same with the Commander Chowdown. Yeah, we so. decided to make those little segments. Yeah. <laughs> Um, don't forget to uh, make sure subscribe, you... Subscribe, like, give and, us a review. And don't forget to check out our blog at spellsingingsunday.wordpress.com. And be sure to check out our other episodes while we'll probably be releasing more lore lunches, but... Often. Not as often, often. because these yeah. are harder to make. Yes. Take a lot of research. And don't forget to check out uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Because we need to catch up on uh, Instagram. Yeah, a we bit. do. So. Hey, what See, do you think? What do you think we have for next week? Maybe we can do a little more lore lunch. Oh yeah, I forgot. What we about? haven't finished the whole plane yet. Yeah. What do you think we should do after? After all this. I don't know. I guess they'll have to find out. Yeah. See you See next, next week. week. Bye. Bye.